Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another brand new episode. Today's feature singer-songwriter and returning guest, Andy Sitto. Had a great time catching up with Andy, talking about his brand new record, uh, Measure One. And uh, we also talk about uh, his upcoming album for the summer he's working on. And uh, much more. We've got a big album release party. You can catch them in uh, Denver, Colorado on March 10th. So uh, if you were in the area, come by and see Andy and pick up a copy uh, on vinyl and support. Or you can uh, visit andysitto.com today and uh, get your pre-order in there. I do want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri, serving up all your craft beer needs, over 25 rotating taps out there every day, and all kinds of delicious food. Uh, You got your, uh, during Lent, they're doing Fish Fry Fridays every Friday, so come out and uh, enjoy some of that, and uh, you got uh, some Burgers and nachos, flatbread pizzas and pretzels and all kinds of other tasty eats uh, going on. And uh, you can get some great live music. Uh, Every Thursday they do, uh, you kick off your weekend over there with some Singo Bingo. Uh, This Thursday, February 22nd, is uh, Vibes theme. Friday, February 23rd, you can catch... Steve Kyle out there, and on Saturday, February 24th, Michael Marchiano. And you've heard me talk about it, but uh, if you haven't been out, you need to go see Friendship Brewing Fly High location in Flint Hill, Missouri. Serving up the same great beer, but all new dining experience out of the Fly High kitchen. Uh, You got uh, another great opportunity for some live music out there on February 23rd from Jeff Waltchauser. And Saturday, February 24th, Corey Clapper returns. You can find uh, their full beer menu, concert calendar, food menu, and much more at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. Get plugged in with them on Facebook and Instagram for more info. And if you are in the Hannibal, Missouri area, they just recently launched their third location up there. So swing by, grab some cold friendship beer and some sidekick barbecue and have a great time. Um, But yeah, if you need anything from me, hit me up on the socials. Email me rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. Everything else at rockpaperpodcast.com. And uh, with that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy this brand new episode with Andy Sitto. Um, a podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio, it's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. Rock Paper Podcast. Scissors beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beat scissors, Shane covers nonstop, never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot, could be rock. Folk, country, a hip-hop, jazz All kind of folks that he has Could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh On the Double-decker fudge round, rolling round town Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero He's your hero, he's your bestie Rock, paper, podcast with Shane Presley Two blocks from the mountainside 
There's a little slice of you and I Our first home These walls held us for years Except when the ceiling fell Pass it up but you could still tell We made our mark And if these were the days we did all right Learned how to love, learned how to fight Now we're packing up memories in your old striped sweater Leaving something good for a small chance of better There's boxes by the door now And the foyer smells like vacancy The car is filled with gasoline Don't look back now Cause we'll turn it all around Put those dreams back on the shelf Keep them all to ourselves Take me back home And if these were the days We did alright Learned how to love Learned how to fight Now we're packing up memories In your old striped sweater Leaving something good For a small chance of better up memories and your old striped sweater and if these were the days we did all right learned how to love learned how to fight now we're packing up memories your old striped sweater leaving something good leaving something good leaving something Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from uh, St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out via Zoom with Andy Sitto. Welcome back, man. Yeah, this is num- this is the third time, right? Yeah, I, I think uh, I know we've done this. Will be the second uh, interview part, I think, on Zoom. I think we did when well, we did the songwriter showcase, and that uh, showcase is available on, on uh, everything as a podcast, but. Did we do uh is there a third interview or you uh, know, I feel I know we did two, I know we did one before this. I thought we did two, but I could be wrong. But also you have uh I was looking like one thousand and seventy-five episodes ish. You're going <laughs> yeah. on eleven hundred episodes. You can't you can't it's, remember them all. Yeah, it's pretty nutty. Uh, I did just look at the website though. I know it was like I think the first one is in two thousand. We hung out on Zoom and uh hung talk about uh some stuff but and we like 2000 uh, that's not that or so, sorry yeah 2020 i meant sorry oh yeah okay. i don't know why i said i guess i didn't finish that thought no. yeah yeah uh yeah and uh but we had been friendly for a while there but uh that's what was kind of cool like that was a good um chance for us to talk and then on 21 you uh you came to st louis and celebrated your 30th birthday with us right and got to you stayed at night in my house we went to a cardinals game 
Yeah. And we uh, we had that showcase in uh, Maplewood at Focal Point. Yep, Focal Point with Jeff. Yeah, so that, that was such a cool show. Yeah, that was a uh, that was such a fun weekend, man. Getting to hang and uh, like I said, uh, getting to spend the weekend with you, just uh, catching up and running around town. And we got to do that show. We had, like I said, Cardinals game. Got to. Uh, I know you're. We've talked in length about your being a big baseball fan and everything. So yeah, getting to do that was uh was a fun experience for sure, man. It, that was a fun game. They played the Pirates. It feels like yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Yachty was still playing, and I and I I uh, actively root against the Cardinals as right. a Reds fan. Uh, and they were playing. You know, they were playing the Pirates, who they stink every year. So um, I was actively rooting against the Cardinals. But we parked in a weird parking spot over at BB's Jazz Blues and Soups, where I I then played that night. Yeah. And, we had a little fun. I mean, it was a a thirtieth birthday party after all. But I remember when I got to the end of the set, thinking, "Man, it, it was quite a day." Yeah, yeah. I think we uh, we also made an appearance at uh, Broadway Oyster Bar for some lunch uh, and got some some shrimp and stuff. And you highly recommended that shrimp. And yeah, not disappoint. Yeah, man. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So that was a really a fun time and like. Uh, but since then, you came back to St. Louis. You did a uh, show here in uh, last year, right? Uh, 23 with uh, Sam Robbins at Focal Point? Yes. Was we that, did. 20? Uh, that was 2022. Oh, 22. Okay. Yep, we that. did the Focal Point. And then just a few months ago in October, um, I did Venue on Main. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, which is... I guess not right down the street, but yeah, similar region for a tour. Sure, <laughs> yeah. And I think Sam's actually—he's uh, in town this weekend at uh, Focal Point. So, oh, he's doing it again. Good. Yeah, he's there Saturday night. Awesome. So, yeah, but uh, but yeah, man. So we—it's uh, been a bit since we got to sit down. That's what long long way to get there. But uh, I'm excited to be here uh, with you again today, talking and catching up. And uh, since uh, we last spoke. Uh, you made a, a big life change and uh, headed to Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, and uh, now that's uh, you set up shop there. So let's uh, let's talk about this, man. What made you uh, come to that decision that it was uh, time to leave to Colorado? Well, you know, we uh, both my wife and I have been there for pretty much our whole lives, and we love Colorado, and but we'll probably end up back there at some point. But uh, you know, we don't have, we don't have kids yet and, and, uh, kind of still flexible to do whatever we want, I guess, within reason. And, uh, you know, I, I've always flirted with the idea. There's such a huge music community here, which, which has always intimidated me to be honest with you, but it's always, but it's also incredibly exciting. And, and, and now moving here, the, the community's everywhere. Everybody's in the industry you know, you talk to your bartender at the, at the local brewery and, and, uh, his girlfriend's a musician and then she gets you a show and it's just, uh, this gigantic, but very small incestuous musical circle, (laughs) which is, which is fun to be a part of. So that was a big part of the reason for the move. Also, I was hoping to make touring easier. Um, you know, I, I, I'm yet to, we're yet to see how that really works out, but traveling out of Denver is difficult that, you know, you're going eight hours really in any direction if you're going out on the road. So day, day one and day two really also is kind of difficult. Whereas Nashville, you know, you can go do, you know, just this last weekend I was in, um, it wasn't my own stuff, but I was just in uh, Cincinnati and Cleveland, Cincinnati, Friday, Cleveland, Saturday, drove home Sunday, was home three hours before the Super Bowl started and, yeah. and it worked out. So, you know, those are kind of the two things, the community and, uh, and travel ability. Yeah. I mean, I talk about it a lot, uh, with my, my friends on the show and being, you know, how ideal St. Louis is to tour out of for that same reasons, you know, it's like, it's right in the middle of the map. It's easy to hit a bunch of different markets, uh, in a couple hours drive. And, and, um, you know, it's pretty ideal for, uh, being uh, a touring musician and especially 
think uh, I think it's similar, but I obviously Nashville's probably a little bit more being uh where the the cost of living and everything there, but uh that's what also is nice factor for St. Louis is that it's reasonably uh, affordable for a musician to live here and stuff. And so all those things are good to consider and stuff. you know, like I said, you're as a, as a touring wise and everything else and trying to make a living in the doing this thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but what, uh, so you, uh, you, are you adjusting pretty well? You finding you're getting in some different, uh, writing circles or any of that kind of stuff or, uh, well, it's been an adjustment. I, first off, I love our home. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this studio here is unbelievable. Um, you know, our our entire apartment wasn't much bigger than this in Denver. This, this is the cool. This is cool. We've upgraded in that respect. Um, but it, you know, in terms of the adjustment, I've until the beginning of this year, I was out of town literally as much as I was in town um, because I just had I had dates and was also going back to Denver. Um, I'm still going back to Colorado a decent amount because I have gigs there. Right. I can go home to make money, but I love being here. I'm still kind of figuring it out and navigating what my place is. Uh, but I love being here. It's a, it's a fun spot to be. Um, so I, you know, I guess yes and no, I'm, right. I'm by the seat of my pants a little bit, but I'm a little more relaxed than I was six months ago yeah. right after the move. I was freaking out a little bit. Yeah. I do feel like, uh, that's kind of the nice thing about, like you, like you said, how everybody's in the business. So it's like, there's, uh, you know, the, the possibilities of networking and stuff through the city like that, like everybody's all sorts of world-class songwriters and guitar players. And, you know, everybody is, um, connected somehow to the business and, and, or makes music videos or do, you know, whatever it might be. So, uh, it's kind of, uh, exciting in that sense where you can meet some people that might get you in the next door and, you know, open up another opportunity. So it seems like everybody's doing something, uh, really cool. You know, yeah. you meet, you meet somebody on Friday and, and you follow each other. And then on the next Thursday, you see they're touring as the keyboardist for some huge artist out on the right. road. Like, Whoa, it's everywhere. Stuff's yep. happening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that hopefully, uh, continues to grow for you there. And you get to, uh, like I said, I don't, I think, do you have any interest in that stuff? Like, uh, co-writing and like, um, Oh yeah. I, to, sorry, I forgot to address the writing. Um, yeah. I've never written so much in my entire life right. I just, it, and it, it's very organically happening. I still have a lot of zoom rights and mm -hmm. not everybody that I'm writing with lives in Nashville, but just being here leads to a lot of rights. I had a co-write here at the house yesterday. I had one a few days before that. So it's, I've got probably an average of two co-writes co a week. Sometimes it's one, sometimes it's three or four, but uh, it, yeah, I'm writing all the time. It's wild. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I got a couple of buddies down there doing, you know, hustling, trying to, trying to get, you know, get their songs heard and get, you know, maybe sell a song to somebody else uh, kind of thing. So, They've, uh, they've been on there working hard and, um, it's just fun to see them, you know, actually doing it, you know, chasing the dream, making things happen. So, and I forget your, your buddy's name, your buddy and my buddy wrote a cut, got, got a cut on a Reba album a few, uh, months Oh, ago, right? uh, yeah. Matt Wynn. Matt Wynn wrote yeah. a song for, uh, Reba McIntyre's new album with Olivia Rudine who's a friend of mine. We went to college together. Yeah. And uh, I had just heard Matt's name for the first time, I think through Olivia or social media or something when you texted, uh, text me with his name. So yeah. World. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He grew up, uh, not far from me. And then, um, um, yeah, he real talented guy and he was, uh, on the first, uh, Deb stock show I put together for my benefit for my mother. And, so he's, you know, I've been a great friend for a long time. So I'm very excited right. that he's, uh, had the success that he's had, uh, recently and stuff and getting to hang out with Reba and cut that song and stuff. And, um, yeah, it's very cool. So seven minutes in heaven. If you haven't heard that one, go, go play that song. Yeah. Give it a check, uh, check that out. Um, 
Well, let's talk about some of your uh, new music. You've been active, uh, very busy, like I said, uh, writing and recording. And uh, you uh, you put out a uh, new record. What, uh, what was that? December, I guess, uh, Measure One came out? Yeah. Yes. And this is sort of a, a uh, kind of a reimagining of some, some of your other previous songs. Uh, which, uh, was cool to hear like this orchestra arrangements on some of your songs that people may have heard, uh, on your previous two EPs, I guess. Uh, and, um, but man, these, this really turned out great. I, uh, really enjoyed it. And you now have it available for pre-order on vinyl, which, uh, is super cool. So thank you for ordering one, by the way. I really, yeah. I got to support, man. I got to support the homies. Love it. Um, yeah, I'm excited to put that on the table and give it a spin. So, uh, but uh, yeah, tell me about uh, how this idea came about the project uh, and, and wanting to put together a orchestra arrangements on these songs. Yeah. So it, it's, um, I, I've always had an interest in movie scores and, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always fascinated by it and, it never ends, you know. Right now, I'm watching Masters of the Air on Apple TV, and I and I'm listening to that soundtrack on Spotify when I run. You know, I just yeah. can't get enough of uh, of uh, orchestral orchestral music and writing for scenes, and you know, whether it's classical or 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 a cinematic kind of thing. It's I just it's fascinating uh, the the process and the sounds. So anyway, several years ago, I went back to school. Um, and got a certificate in composing for film and television and orchestration from uh, Berkeley Online. And I took all these classes, learned about writing for all the different instruments of, of the orchestra, you know, doing MIDI mock-ups, like playing um, playing different parts on a keyboard for the instruments, as well as scoring them, writing the actual music. Um, and I got to write for a bunch of deleted movie scenes and stuff. I got to write... Uh, and program a video game. It was it was just an amazing experience. Um, and when I got out of school, when I got out of the, out of that certificate, you know, it it was sort of like, well, what do I want to do? If I want to be a composer, I got to go to L.A. and 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 uh, you know, get coffee and fold cables for somebody for five or six years and see if that leads to something. But my my thing has always been first for me, you know, my singer songwriter career. Uh, so, so I didn't want to do that. And so I kind of let it, uh, I guess, fall to the wayside for a little while. And, and, and um, I wanted to do it again. I want, you know, I, I missed it. I missed the orchestration, the act of it. So I took several of my songs, some released, some unreleased and wrote arrangements for a full symphony. You know the the full, not just a string quartet, but the full symphony, and um, I I sent it to a few orchestras in Colorado and kind of pitched the idea of, you know, maybe I could play these songs with your orchestra. Maybe we can do some sort of collaboration. And the best response I got, the best response was that'll be twenty five thousand dollars. And uh, I guess I hadn't thought about that before <laughs> I composed everything and wrote out the music. So. I went back to the drawing board and um, decided that I, I would fund it myself, but I'd have to cut down the instrumentation significantly. So I went with a string quartet and a horn, a French horn. Uh, so it's 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 me and five other musicians. I wrote all the arrangements um, for five original songs plus a Pearl Jam cover. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it was just a blast getting to write music that way. I, I mean, it's, it's hard to describe. It's, um, sort of Tetris or Sudoku like, yeah, you got to see where all the parts fit together. And, um, you know, the instruments have to be in a certain range for their part to stick out. It, there's all kinds of silly things to it. And, and though that there's an infinite amount of possibilities, it feels like you, you got it. There's one way to get it just right. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's, that's where it started. And, and I'm, I'm fascinated by how it turned out. Yeah, man. I uh, 
I wanted to highlight uh, one, if you don't mind. I chose uh, Just Want You to Notice Me Again. I thought uh, this one in particular was uh, especially beautiful with the arrangement and um, the lyrics are, you know, very, very good, uh, you know, to hit hit home for sure and like just a really powerful message and i think like it comes through maybe even more so with this arrangement than you previously on uh your uh your previous ep so yeah um but uh anyway yeah man this is a, a killer tune and uh so take a listen to just want you to notice me again from andy Sitto's measure one Hollywood star So when you're drinking with your friends I'll be the poster at the bar And as you finish off Your lying glass of gin Just want you to notice me again They'll paint my picture up on Highway 17 So when your boyfriend drives to work He's thinking of me I don't mean to pry or get under your skin Just want you to notice me again But if I was in high places, I'd never let you down Hell, if I could find a roof, I bet you'd still settle down Cause the time that stands between us ain't about the riches or the fame just want you to notice me again Maybe I'll be a guru and write my own rules Preaching how to live with just a few simple tools And as you try to find yourself within Just want you to notice me again well, and you might see me in fancy magazines I'd tell my story how I got these glamorous things I swear to God, I won't try to rub it in Just want you to notice me again But if I was in high places, I'd never let you down if I could find a roof, I bet you'd still settle down Cause the time that stands between us ain't about the riches or the fame Just want you to notice me again A big lawyer when the courtroom's on the fence I string the loophole in a capital offense and as you sit on the jury of an innocent man just want you to notice me again but if I was in high places I'd never let you down Kelly if I could find a roof I bet you'd still the time that stands between us ain't just one thing to blame Just want you to notice me again I just want you to notice me again Yeah, man. Uh, and you can find the digital version of all this now on all your favorite streaming platforms but like i said now available uh for vinyl pre-order on andysiddo.com and uh you're doing a big album release party back home in colorado right on uh march 10th march 10th at dazzle uh in denver at the denver performing arts center and i'm playing live with 
everyone who recorded on this record, except for the cellist. I actually haven't locked in my cellist yeah. yet. I'm working on it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a vinyl release show. Um, the vinyls just came in last week. Um, there, I, I had them sent to Colorado, but my manager sent me two of them that uh, so I could kind of so I could test it for myself. Yeah, and um, yeah, they're they're they were mystery color, but it's a gray tie dye vinyl. Um, yeah, so the the show is going to be awesome, and I arranged besides you know doing the full record, I arranged uh, three more songs. Um, a Chris Isaac song and, and two of my originals um, for the show as well. So there'd be some, some different exclusive stuff at the show that you don't get on the record. Yeah, man. Yeah. I do really, uh, you mentioned the Pearl jam cover. I do really enjoy the uh, just breathe. Uh, it's a, and, uh, you know, another great tune and uh, it was cool to hear your, your take on it. And uh, so those are definitely uh, a couple highlights for sure. And, but what was uh, you is this a, this is the first time you've been pressed on vinyl, right? Yeah, first yeah. time. I you know I've been wanting to, but this is... right. So what's that like uh, when those when those two showed up at the house? Like, uh, was that pretty uh, surreal seeing your your name on there? And... Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, I recently gave up my CD collection, which was painful. But I, I you know, I gave it. They gave got rid of it. Um, you know, at this point we do Spotify and we do vinyl records, yeah. which I think is a lot of people in our generation now. Um, but, uh, yeah. So to finally see my music on a, on a record is, is pretty wild. And, and I've got it. My wife has this wonderful eight record display, um, downstairs in the living room. So we've got our, our record player and then there's like eight records hanging up on the wall and we switch them out every month. Yeah. Um, and that's like what we listen to that month. If we want to listen to a record, it's usually one of those eight records. Um, so the process is delicate every month, but I, I went ahead and cheated and I pulled Tyler, Tyler Childers off the wall and put my record up there for this month. And it's pretty cool to see yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, Tyler. Yeah. yeah. Better, right. look, better look next month. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh very cool. Yeah, I um yeah, I uh I've got a couple. I mean, I've got I try to buy as much vinyl as I can and uh when I can and um it's just cool to see my my friends doing supporting vinyl and doing you know these records like this and whether it's uh you know some are doing uh like uh splits and stuff still and like those are always cool and like doing different just different things but i love having um you know when when they can afford to do so get a nice uh like uh insert and cool colors and you know maybe even uh some different pictures and you know and having the whole spread in there and stuff so uh you know that kind of stuff is all lost in this digital era now and it's like it's really cool that to see album art like i said like displayed on a wall like that and you know these different things and embrace all that because it's just you know you don't get the same effect uh looking at your little jpeg file on on your screen on spotify or whatever so it's so uh, true and i have to say i don't have an insert this time but i do yeah. have cool colors yeah yeah i uh so i've also been uh like there's a Romanus Records uh follow online. I kind of become friendly through with them uh just through uh buddies of mine press their record with them and and they've been doing a lot of these like filled vinyl records, uh all kinds of things. But they just did the uh Alice in Chains, Jars of Flies 30th anniversary uh pressing that actually has real dead flies inside the record. Um and like so they do like crazy boutique kind of stuff like that and uh like inside the vinyl yeah yeah dude. Oh my it's 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 really cool like um <laughs> so yeah check that out I, it sold out like immediately and they're already like you know on ebay for thousands of dollars kind of thing so but it would have been cool to have one of those for sure but that's and, wild yeah um they do some other uh you know like uh one was like a black light filled, uh, like a, you know, glow in the dark, uh, kind of, uh, 
slime or whatever kind of thing. So then like whenever you spin it in a, under a black light, like it looks like uh, all glow in the dark and stuff. So um, things like that. I don't know where they come up with these ideas, but it's cool, man. It makes a makes for a fun record. Wow. So um, check them out if you uh, get a chance, if you're, yeah. if you're into that, if you're into that kind of stuff. So absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah. So again, visit andysiddo.com. Uh, you can find uh, your all your tour dates there. Also, uh, like I said, you got a run of shows around uh, that release party. Uh, but you also, uh, before we get there, you're going to Folk Alliance again in Kansas City next yeah. week and stuff. So you got a big run of shows for the week there. So coming to a town near you, if you uh, if you want to come see Andy live, uh, that'd be a great way to do it. So and then of course you're all over Nashville when you're home and stuff too. You've got dates all over the calendar so uh check all that out and uh along with your music uh i wanted to talk about uh you're still doing your podcast uh middle class rock star and just uh put out a new episode a bit ago with gold pine and i really enjoyed listening to that yeah they're 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 kicking ass and yeah they're always on the road The, the classic uh husband wife duo it's uh yeah they they rock they great music great people and uh they were kind enough to come over and give me some tips of the tricks of the yeah. trade yeah that was that was that was kind of fun to you know like you just kind of picking their brain about uh tour life so um yeah and i also enjoyed that you said uh you know we didn't hear any of the audio with that but you said uh, all right let's go cook some dinner and i was so it it uh i just thought that was cool uh thinking about because like uh one of my favorite shows is uh that live at daryl's house and like and it's always kind of like uh they jam and eat dinner together and just hang out and stuff and yeah so it's, it's that kind of uh experience that it's not just uh hey listen do this interview or whatever we're like you know let's let's uh be friends and you know make some enjoy a nice meal together and everything else so well that's how i got him to do the podcast right I had to, yeah had to cook him dinner yeah yeah <laughs> uh sweeten the deal huh that's right what'd you end up cooking so we did a bunch of we did an assortment of veggies and uh grilled chicken right marinated in i don't even remember what now yeah chicken and veggies yeah man that don't sound bad no i can uh can handle that uh you enjoy cooking is that uh do you, is that a passion of yours or? Well, if I'm being honest, I put the chicken in the marinade and Allie cooked the meal while I was interviewing there you go. Ben and Cassie. So, yeah. uh, no, no, I, I, uh, no, it's not. Yeah. I do it. I do enjoy it when I can and I make a few dishes, but I'm not, uh, it's not something I do nightly. I'm fairly simple. I, I eat, I, you know, I eat a sandwich. I, I have the same thing for lunch every single day. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I'm, I guess I'm fairly basic, but, uh, Allie's great at, at cooking and I've got a few things and she's a great baker as well. We've always got, um, you know, cookies or she's always got something going. Uh, and she also brews beer. Whoa. So yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I'm covered. It's yeah. all, all good. She does it all, huh? Yes. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's nice having uh, a partner like that you can you know support each other in that way. Where um, like me and Stacy do a lot of uh, trading off. Like she'll cook some dinners, and I'll I'll usually stay up and I'll do our like meal prep and for all of our lunches and things and sure. that kind of stuff. So we split all the the cooking responsibilities and things. That's great. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, what's uh? Do you have a? Um, like a favorite spot in Nashville now that, uh, since you've been like for, uh, for lunch or, or dinner, is there like a, have you found that, uh, a secret local spot that you really love? There's a couple spots. I don't know that any, that any of them are secrets, but yeah. we're, so we're, we're members of the mug club at uh tailgate brewery, which is right down the street from us. And, um, on Tuesday nights you get, Mug club members get uh, $1, 20 ounce beers. And that's just, oh, that's wild. I mean, that is dinner. Um, <laughs> two of those and you're good. One of those and you're good, really, depending on uh, 
the ABV. But then there's um, there's two other spots. There's Saunders Ferry Pizza, uh, which is I, the, it's just the best pizza. I absolutely love it, and really cool people, a nice community. Um, and then we like this place called Vinyl Tap. It's a record store slash bar. They also don't serve food, but it's a record store slash bar, and it's just uh, they have music there sometimes. Um, and it's small. It's tiny. You wouldn't expect that they have all the new, the good new releases, but but they manage to. They've it's yeah. a small record section, but they've got all the they've got it all at the same time. You know. Yeah, that sounds like a cool spot for sure, man. Yeah, if you if you come down, uh, well, I'll, I'll take you there. There's also the Bowery Vault. I uh, as a just a place to go listen to music. It's a very small room. It's always a listening room. You're not talking. It's just listening to music. Mm-hmm. Which I love, um, and they have a couple, you know, little like cocktails and things. And uh, but that's not not a restaurant, just a listening room. But I wanted to mention them too. It's a yeah. fun. So, are you going out? Uh, like, I mean, besides uh, you know playing and stuff and things, but <clears throat> are you uh, going back to the pod? Are you recruiting anybody for the podcast, or how how are you? Uh, what are you doing these days for, uh, as far as the show wise? I am, I'm not currently, I guess with the move, I quit doing the weekly or every other weekly and, and I'm for the time being just, uh, finding, you know, if I want somebody on, I'll go after them and, and see yeah. what happens. Um, but it's been a little bit more back burner lately while I've just kind of been resorting my priorities. Um, but I love doing middle-class rock star and, and I plan to keep it going and, and, uh, you know, rev it back up. Yeah. Cause you're what, I mean, you've been doing it for a long time now. You what's, uh, how long, have, how long has that show been going now? August of 2018. And I've got 125 episodes out. So I've got a long, long ways to go to catch you. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, may I'll hit 10 years of doing the show. Wow. Uh, and, uh, but uh, there was a while there I was doing sometimes four, I think even sometimes I I hit five episodes in a week that was like, I, I was, uh, you know, just recording like crazy, uh, putting all kinds of stuff out there. And, but I'm, you know, much like yourself, I, uh, I still, I've, I've been consistent like with one a week, but I've definitely, uh, slowed things down quite a bit recently, you know, and like, uh, just, you know, life, life happens. You get, uh, it's not the priority that it once was, but I still love doing the show. I still, you know, enjoy seeing my friends and getting to talk music and, you know, just, uh, so it is, uh, this is my creative outlet. So I still, I don't want to ever quit doing it, but, um, you know, just, uh, you know, until those, uh, Rogan checks start coming in, then, uh, I'll have to, you know, do some other stuff too. So. He could, you know what? He could give a million dollars to like 300 other podcasts and still be rich. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing all right. Well, con- congrats. I mean, I, I, I admire, uh, how consistent you've been and you're good at it and you do your research and almost 1100 episodes. I mean, I, I thought it was a miracle when I hit a hundred. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, it's fun, man. It's, it's just like, uh, much like, uh, you mentioned too, with, uh, being an artist in the city, like this, you know, networking is, is, I feel like the podcast is a great networking tool. Um, you know, it doesn't come off as creepy when you have a show, if you want to ask people to want to hang out, like, you know, it's like, there's already the icebreaker that, oh, I have a podcast and like, so, uh, you know, so it's easy to get to hang out with, uh, some of your favorite people. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I, uh, so check out middle-class rockstar wherever you get podcasting and, uh, click subscribe and tune in and, uh, and have a good time with Andy on the, on there also. Uh, I wanted to highlight, uh, another tune if you don't mind. Uh, I also chose, uh, you've, you've been doing these, um, like a artist, uh, spotlight kind of recordings and you, uh, just did, uh, two, Justin Towns Earl tunes. Uh, yes. That's your latest release. And, uh, and I went and listened to those and um, you did uh, Mama's Eyes, which uh beautiful song. Um, 
uh, for me, really, that one, that one hits pretty hard. I like, I just recently like got into Justin. I went more really when he, when the news of that he had passed and, uh, you know, I'd always heard his name, but I never really <laughs> got into his catalog a whole lot. So I'm, I'm, it's unfortunate that I discovered him too late in that sense. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, I had a bunch of friends writing some really nice messages about Justin and, um, you know, pl- either playing shows with him or what his music meant to them and things. And, um, so I, one day at work, I, right around that time I spent in uh deep dive into his catalog and, uh, that one definitely, um, spoke to me and, yeah. uh, the message in the song I connected to a lot. I also, uh, uh, you know, me and my dad, unfortunately, uh, struggle with our relationship. And, uh, so there's a lot of these lines that spoke, uh, right to me and stuff. And so, yeah. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Is there, is there, um, you know, um, any personal reason why you chose these songs or is it just that, uh, these are two of your favorites as an art, as a fan or why, uh, these two Justin town Earl songs? Yeah. I, I, so I, this project called modern songwriters, I do with my buddy, AJ Fullerton and, uh, volume one was his golden messengers music and now volume two, uh, Justin towns Earl. And we sort of just got together and said, Justin would be a great one to do. And I think when we decided to do it, he had just passed as well, or, you know, fairly recently. So um, Harlem River Blues is one of the songs we did. And I've always loved that. It's an upbeat groove, but the line is, uh, Lord, I'm going uptown to the Harlem River to drown. Dirty water is going to cover me over and I'm not going to make a sound. I just love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mama's Eyes was the one I chose uh, actually of the two. And it's just a beautiful song, mm-hmm. you know, it's a beautiful sentiment. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know that I have any personal real life reasons relating to it at, at all, but I just love the song and yeah. uh, wanted to try to do my own thing with it. Yeah. Yeah. Great tune, man. Well, check that out right here. I've got my moments 
And uh, like I said, all that's available, Spotify, Apple, wherever you're getting your music at, check that out and uh, add to your favorite playlist. Uh, and on the topic of new music, uh, you were telling me right before we clicked record that uh, you might be expecting some more brand new music from Andy uh, in a couple of months, maybe the summer and stuff. We might start seeing some, some things happening um, on a brand new record. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, so I've been putting out singles pretty continuously too between all this. I've got one coming out on Friday called The Small Chance of Better. Um, but the next full album um is one that I actually recorded in 2021, uh, that Andrews Osborne produced and Mike Dillon played on it and Cassandra Falconer. Uh kick ass band. It was recorded uh in uh, Maurice, Louisiana at Dockside Studio. Um, and Andrews was, you know, my favorite artist uh, as a, as a young adult, a, you know, teenager, and in my twenties, and uh, just a huge, huge influence. Um, so when I got the, the opportunity to record with him and get in the room with him, is just so wild. And I, you know, I can't believe I haven't shared the music yet, and and I'm really, really excited too. Yeah. What do you? What was some of the delays you think for why it's been sitting for a couple of years yeah i mean i i think part of it is you want it to be perfect in in the social media world and and things going viral you you want everything to be just right um and then you realize maybe that's kind of silly but it doesn't it doesn't keep the thought out of your head mm-hmm. um also i i you know had hired a lawyer to um pitch it to some record labels um, nothing quite panned out the way, the way I wanted it to. And just some indie labels, you mm-hmm. know, f- for community and distribution purposes. Um, and then, yeah, I guess it all just kind of stacked up and right. time went by and, uh, now I'm sitting on it. And at a certain point I decided I just got my, I just actually got my final no from the last label I was waiting on those. I was hopeful to put it out on, uh, you know, but so while I was waiting, I said, well, I'm going to put out the orchestra album, even though it was recorded after the Anders album, yeah. like, I'm just going to put out the orchestra thing and lean into that. And then when I get done with that, I'll revisit this. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's next on the docket. Is that, uh, I feel like maybe too, I don't know. I Maybe it's good to step away from it for a minute. Like just to, and then revisit it with with fresh ears, you know, just like kind of separate yourself from the project for a moment. And is that is that the case at all? Or I feel like because I, I feel like sometimes when you're like you can be real nitpicky on it, but then like once you you go back and revisit, you're like actually there's some really good stuff here. I'm like I don't know. I just I feel like sometimes you're overcritical in the moment. Sometimes. I think absolutely that hap- that happens to me uh, all the time. I think in the case of this album, though, the fact that it was produced by you know my biggest musical influence, sure, when it was done and had the stamp on it, I, there was nothing that I would have gone back and done differently. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I can never say that about anything any project I've ever done, but because of the nature of you know, it was the two of us together with a couple other wonderful musicians and engineers. And it was, it was a three day thing. I flew into new Orleans. He picked me up from the airport on a Monday. He dropped me off on Friday. We lived together. We cooked together. We swam together Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Yeah, made music. So that record really just captures a period of time that'll sure. all back on. Yeah, so, Honestly, in the case of that record, I wouldn't, I, there's not a thing I would change. Um, you know, I'm, I'm so, so, so proud of it. I think that's, man, that's like, you're just, you nailed it, right? Cause that's how I feel about the records. Like, sure. There's imperfections and things sometimes, but it's, it's just a timestamp. This is what it, what we captured for that time period though, in that room. And like, this is, you know, uh, and it's fun that, uh, I, there's so many, um, things i have like uh demos or 
or, uh, you know, uh, whatever, uh, just different recordings of songs that I love what it, what that is, you know, that particular recording for whatever reason, it's got little things that I love that I've grown to, you know, really appreciate that, uh, and then like get lost sometimes when they do put it on a different recording or something like that. But there's something about just that live take or that, uh, demo version or whatever. There's something raw about it, you know, sometimes, and, you know, it doesn't, so it's just it's that moment. It's that there's something magical that happens on that recording at that time. So yeah. those those kind of things I always uh, truly love. And so I'm pumped to hear this record, man. Hear what you two came up with, and um, and then uh, like I said, you got some Mike Dillon, like uh, like I said, some special guest uh, part of the band. So that's gonna be uh, a treat, man. I'm excited to hear what you uh, what you got coming up. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, I don't know. As I was saying that, I was also just uh, recently uh, was listening to the 500 with uh, Josh Adam Myers, and uh-huh. he's uh, does the Rolling Stone 500 greatest albums of all time, and he uh, talking about all these uh, different uh, records, and he's up to uh, Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska. Uh, as I was listening to that, and and he was kind of talking about the lore behind that record that that it was really never meant to be a record. That it was all like these are all demo recordings that or something like and then that that ended up being what they it was on a tape date and bruce was like walking around with this this album on a tape and then like and i don't know i guess they they end up talking him into releasing it as an album and i don't know it's just kind of weird to think about that uh you know he's like recording these demos in a bedroom and then all of a sudden like they're like yeah that's let's do that. Let's put that out when he's like got this great rock and roll band and stuff with him. And and that's, a, I mean, it's a legendary record. It's just him and a guitar. Right. State trooper. That's a, a yeah, I don't know. It's a cool, it's a cool record. And I think Ryan Adams put out Nebraska as well. I think he did like covered the whole album. Which yeah. Kind of neat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So I'm, I'm, I don't know why, uh, but that's what popped in my mind. I was thinking about that. It's such a really cool idea, you know, to hear them talk about that record and stuff. So, uh, you, uh, I mentioned, uh, you know, your measure one, your orchestra arrangements and stuff. And I, I forgot to mention, uh, when we're talking about that, uh, you were, you know, <laughs> pitching the idea of doing it with the, the full orchestra and they wanted to charge you like $25,000 kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I've been fortunate enough to be a couple, a uh, couple cool things at, uh, Powell Symphony Hall here in, in St. Louis. And, um, one, uh, we, I saw the symphony with, uh, do, uh, uh, Jurassic Park live to the movie. Okay. And that was really cool. And then, um, I also saw them with, uh, uh do Nightmare Before Christmas, um, to movie to the movie also and that was a, a nice treat but i think the highlight really for me and i, I know he's done uh, a couple of different cities but uh amos lee came to town and performed a whole set with uh well he did a couple of tunes just him and acoustic guitar but for the mo- majority of the set was with the orchestra and uh man that was so cool like oh yeah guys one of the one of the best one of the greats uh and um but it was something really special like you said bringing these songs to life that way with those big arrangements on them and so maybe uh you know definitely a something to shoot for you know we got the we got the string arrangements and on there hopefully uh we'll we'll get the full orchestra that would be the coolest i it'll happen at some point it'll happen at some point but you know i love hearing songwriters with orchestra you know gregory alan isakoff uh does it with the colorado symphony every year i saw uh ben folds with the colorado symphony last year and nice. it's a cool way to present your music yeah yeah man yeah i um i'd be fun though hope like but uh it does uh, score stuff like you know seeing like especially like uh Jurassic Park and John Williams stuff. And like, I mean, like there's 
those are really fun to hear live. Like you're saying, like I'm, I never really got in. It's not something I really didn't pay too much attention to when I was younger, but it's something I really learned to appreciate now as an, as an adult and a fan of music and stuff, seeing, and then seeing it live, of course, like it's impressive to see the, you know, these arrangements and like that. So, uh, I can't imagine what kind of work goes into trying to compose that. And like you're saying, I'm trying to get them all to, to work together. Right. Um, uh, but yeah. So yeah, man. Uh, well we, uh, we got a lot of new music on the way we got, uh, and of course, uh, Andy's always been working. So we got plenty of stuff up there already. Um, like I said, that, uh, that Justin Towns Earl's covers are on there. You got to also, you put out a new song on, uh, new year's Eve. So there's, uh, there's that tune up there also. Yep. This new, new year's day. Yeah, man. So very, uh, been, been busy. So, uh, and I can't wait to hear what's next for you, man. So, uh, but I appreciate you, uh, taking a little time out and hang with me and hopefully we'll get you back here in St. Louis sometime soon. Uh, since we're not too far away from each other now. I'm going to email Jeff right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, which is man, focal point, such a, a cool room. That's, uh, yeah, it'd be fun to get you back in there and do it again. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, maybe I'll make a trip down to Nashville this year and come, come hang out with you down there and see a show and catch up with some friends. We've got a guest room. Please do. Yeah, man. That sounds good. We'll, uh, get to, uh, get to come see uh crash at your house the ne- next time you know since you stayed with me and get to only if it's your birthday though. yeah yeah <laughs> uh my birthday's uh june june 19th so all right maybe we'll plan something for that weekend or something that'd be fun <laughs> Heck yeah. uh but yeah dude i appreciate you um i'm glad that we've uh become buds and we've continued this friendship uh for for many years now and it all started via the internet. So it's cool that, uh, that we've become great friends over the years now. Absolutely. Yeah. Shane, I appreciate your friendship and taking the time. It's great chatting and catching up. Yeah, man. So, uh, visit andysiddo.com for tour dates and, uh, grab that vinyl while you can. But, uh, thanks buddy. I'll see you soon. Thank you, my friend. Bye everybody. We did it. We did it.